Thank you for listening to Comics for Fun and Providence. Colin Drew with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 673 for comics originally coming out October the 5th and October the 6th. But before Drew and I get into what's coming up in your local comic shops this coming Tuesday and Wednesday, Drew, what have you brought from me this evening in the world of comics? Well, um, we do need to hop on the DC Connect because there are lots of goodies uh, in their version of previews uh, that is soliciting in October for sale in December. Um, December is usually the last big month of the year. Well, it's the last month of the year as well. <laughs> but <coughs> Some say it's the 12th of 12 months. <laughs> and uh, I usually like January, February, March. Slower months as far as releases. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm assuming... Uh, this will be their kind of their last hurrah for a while, and then um, it'll kind of slow down, and then we'll go from there. There we go. Of course, we got Batman 118 on the cover of that one as well, but let's dig into it. Of course, Batman 118 being the big thing. Uh, thing I want to point out here is to the right, we see the 1 in 25 uh, variant there. That is the Victor Bogdanovich one, which is, of course, the, uh, the kind of homage variant. Um, this thing is already going uh, absolutely nuts on the secondary market. Um, most of your online sites have already marked it as sold out on the 1 in 25. And we've seen some pre-order sales on eBay in the $75 range. Because it looks like that uh, Spider-Man number one cover. Exactly. Yep. So um, it's the and it doesn't even Spider-Man look that. I guess it does. Yeah, I guess it's pretty spot on. Perhaps the price is now coming down because Drew is crapping all over it. <laughs> Do you like it? Yeah, it's good. Yeah. So it's one in twenty-five. We we could get it for what? One four 30. for forty? Thirty? I think so, yep. Something like that. Thirty to forty. And yeah, if you have to, the chance at your LCS to get it for the ratio or close to the ratio, I recommend you do it because like I said, it's starting to blow up already. And a lot of people want it for the homage, and a lot of people just like it. Are people so, asking that much for it, or the, is it selling for that? There are uh, completed listings on the eBay's pre-order for, you know, I saw at least half a dozen for between 60 and $70. Yeah, so it's, so it's double, right? <laughs> I'm no math wizard. Triple, triple, <laughs> almost triple ratio, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So, could be a big one. Keep so, an eye out. Oh, this is the first... <clears throat> this is the first uh, non-Tinian Batman. This is a new chapter begins at one. You have Joshua Williamson begins writing here at one eighteen, and Jorge Molina, yeah, on interiors. Yeah, um, I, I I can't. I just I can't imagine he's going to be able to um, keep yeah. the momentum going. But we'll see. And we see we have this character, the Abyss. Part one, and we have him on at least the cover of 119 here. So, again, another reason to maybe grab 118 and 119 is these Abyss first appearances or whatnot. That's a new villain. I am unaware of the Abyss. So, yeah. He looks new to me. Looks new to me. Yeah, we've got some concept art there. He looks like the Grim Reaper. Yeah, but he's got the. Uh, the spikes on the, the arm guards like Batman has. Uh, kind of slick. Yeah. Or hey, Milena. He's not bad. 
and then um, Detective 1046. This is a Fear State Aftermath. So I'm going to deal with some of that. <laughs> those those variant covers look awesome too. Lieber Mayo and um, what's the other one? Steven Segovia. Oh man, that's nice too. Holy smokes. Uh, then we're launching uh, Batgirls. Yeah, it looks like an all AG. Well, okay. So Some of it does. A, it looks all AG, but if you're looking at the piece together version, the, the uh, connecting. Yeah, the connecting variants. It doesn't look all AG, so I don't know what this is. Becky Cloonan. I'm guessing it's all AG. Becky Cloonan and Michael Conrad and Jorge Corona doing art. We got masked variant covers and unmasked variant covers connecting. Okay, I get it. Um, we don't have any kind of like rating to show it's like what ages it's for or anything. Okay. So. Hmm. And it's going to be twice a month, it looks like. So. Yeah. Okay, I don't, I don't understand this direction, Kyle. I mean, okay, so we're going to put out a book twice a month. Uh-huh. But we're not going to print some other things, and we're uh-huh. gonna we're gonna shove those as the backup stories in the back of books. Uh huh. I, I don't. I guess I don't get the strategy. You yeah. know, we're we're yeah. we're gonna we're gonna print more more of less titles. That's uh, is that what's the strategy? I don't explain it to me. I don't know. It, at one point, we were told streamline, but I just don't, I'm not seeing streamline. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess launch it if you're doing two a month. You know, people keep the story momentum going. People don't forget what they're what's going what's happening. You can therefore write for the trade a little better mm-hmm. because um, you don't have to wait a month between the chapters. I guess I see that. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. So we've got... Okay, so here on Detective 1047 and Detective 1048, we have giant covers with Shadows of the Bat moniker on the one and a really nice Harley nut job one on the other one. Not final cover art at all. So, like, if that's what it looked like, I'd be interested, but uh, it's not Is that like a cosplayer? Because it doesn't look like any iteration of Harley I've ever seen. Yeah. Don't know. That's really interesting. Now, okay, so we did. We're not doing. I, I'm still Batgirls. Are we doing backups in Batgirls? <laughs> yes. There's a backup story. Uh, let's see on the first one. No, I thought, no, there's no. not. Okay, so Batgirl doesn't have backups, but Correct. we're still doing backups in Detective. Yes. And this one, we're gonna start. House of Gotham. Yeah, we have backups in both Batman and <coughs> Detective, but not Batgirls. Or no, I'm sorry. We yeah, we have one in Batman. We have one in Detective. Not Batgirls. What is um, who's what is the backup in? 
I'm going back. I'm going back all the back to back to the beginning so I can find out what the backup is. All right. So 118 does not state a backup. 119 states a backup by Max Mizuguchi. She's playing it. So Max Mizuguchi is playing yeah. detective. Um, and Carl Kershaw is writing that. Okay. I'm I am I'm like one of them in the minority here. I do like the backups because mm-hmm. sometimes that's the best part of the book because I'm I'm like not enjoying the decompressed main storyline or something. So like a lot of the books, it's like the best thing that it has going for it. So I'm glad they're still doing it. I mean, I wish you didn't have to pay extra for it. Yeah. Um, and, and Detective Ten Forty Six has a backup about Harley guest starring. But that's not to be confused with Detective Ten Forty Seven, which is a twelve, which is where we started twelve part backup story called House of Gotham. Twelve part is ridiculous. Yes, twelve part written, is, is written, dumb. written by Matthew Rosenberg <coughs> and Kyle. We've been complaining about um, twelve parters since the Scott Snyder days. So there are three detectives coming out in the month of December, one with a standalone backup, and two of the 12-part Matthew Rosen backup. Any other questions? I'll probably have some. Yeah, I'll, I'll hold them for later, for the press conference. <laughs> yeah, because actually it's, it talks about All New Shadows of the Bat Weekly begins in Detective 1047. Um, so, I don't know. Okay. But we're not quite weekly, because we've got three releasing. Yeah. Maybe they don't start till part way through the month, or they're taking Christmas off. Who knows? Yeah, that's true. Cliff Chang was writing Catwoman, Lonely City. We get the second version of that one. Bendis doing the Justice League Annual. Dark Knights of Steel three. Yeah. I'm, oh. I'm interested to see what the take is on that and how how much they lean into the uh, you know the uh, Edward and the, your King Arthur's court and how much they lean into the oh, yeah. Bat, Batman and Superman. Yeah, Tom Taylor likes well, he's from England, so he cra- crams that in there as much as he can. He needs but to yeah. do more Constantine because that that black label he did for Constantine was fantastic. He needs to do more yeah. of that. There you go. If you're describing Jeff Lemire. Um, while while doing a Swamp Thing book, um, are you there? Are you leaning towards him as the Sweet Tooth creator or other things? Like, what will the tone be? I mean, it, I mean their 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 selling point on Swamp Thing Green Hell is the creator of Sweet Tooth unleashes a twisty take on Swamp Thing. Yeah, I guess it's the most famous thing he's done because okay. be, so there's yeah probably using that as a selling point. It's going to be black label, so expensive. Three issues, yeah. Seven dollars. Seven dollars. Two more than a regular book. So whoop de doo. Whoop de doo. Are you saying whoop de doo like no big deal? I mean, if you're given black label in the prestige format, I'm giving them the nod to two additional dollars from just a standard DC book, which is five bucks now. Um, yeah. In the case of Justice League Annual, like it's six bucks. Yeah, I gotcha. This Cliff Chang Lonely City, um, this Catwoman book here, uh, it's seven dollars as well. That's how they get you. Yeah. Uh, we got World of Krypton with Robert Venditti. 
launching and um, Michael Avon Oming on art. Cover is somebody different though. We, do we get interiors? Yeah, there's that Oming art. got instead of all-star squadron we have one star squadron one star, that's what i was thinking mark russell writing that steve lieber on art ragtag group of heroes led by red tornado to provide service with a smile all you must do is send a request via their on-demand hero app and they'll answer any call no job is too small or too big hmm doesn't sound funny. No. Or satirical. So, well, I guess we'll, I'll, I'll probably check it out. I like Mark Russell. But, there you go. Hmm. Static Season 1 and 1 Collected Trade going to be available here for twenty nine ninety nine, two hundred 200 pages. That's uh, issues 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, and 6 plus the uh, Infinite Edition 0. Yeah, or you can just get the compendium for all of Milestone. That's kind of cool. Mm -hmm. Is that all the new stuff, or is that the old stuff? I think it's the new stuff. All the new stuff. That's cool. Uh, they're finally collecting all the represent issues that came out. Those were fun. Pretty uneven. Some were good. Some were okay. Doomsday Clock finally getting a big old. I don't know if it's a hardcover or what. Yeah, an absolute hardcover. Yeah. Those are nice. Now you can uh, just simply read them all at once and not know that this was a nightmare <laughs> to release. <laughs> it took so long. It took so long. Yep, same thing with Absolute's Dark Knights <coughs> Metal. Yeah, I'm curious Two, about that one. Yeah, 400 pages. Dark Knights Metal 1 through 6, Batman Lost number 1, Dark Knights Rising the Wild Hunt number 1, as well as 100 pages of extras and special features in this oversized slipcase. I wonder if the extras are like um, explaining it to me. Yeah. <laughs> as, <laughs> I as, didn't if understand. A, as if you were a child. Yeah, dumb it down for me. There, so I can get it. Batman Long Halloween, Catwoman When in Rome Deluxe Edition by Jeff Loeb. In this sequel to Long Halloween, an Eisler Award-winning creative team takes Catwoman on a mysterious trip to Italy to hunt the deadly Falcone crime family, collecting the six-issue miniseries with behind-the-scenes extras for $50. So we're doing, uh, okay, the Joker, I'm getting the... Yeah, so it looks like they're, they're, they're wrapping up things and collected in editions, which yeah. uh, what December is all about for them. Getting it all out there. There's this um, Batman White Knight Harley Quinn that I didn't read. Mm. It was um, not really a Sean Murphy yep. book. Oh, yeah. Um, story by Sean Murphy, but written by yeah. Katana Collins. <clears throat> and I just didn't like it. Yeah. So I stopped. So, Green Arrow Stranded by Brendan 
Deneen. After a plane crash on a desert island, a 13-year-old Oliver Queen must learn the skills he needs to survive and protect his injured father. So we get the uh, island story. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. I like that. That art style's interesting. Yeah, I was going to say it's a neat art style, too. We've got Batman 89. I've read the first two issues of that. And it looks like issues five and six are in December. <clears throat> well, no, that one's in January, but it's just being solicited it's, early. It's just so odd that the way the DC Connect is set up this month that like we're given full page features to the the giant compendiums and all the trades and the collected edition, and then our, our you know our, our weeklies or our monthly items are just getting you know four per page. Just oh yeah, these are still going on. It's just yeah, it, it, it's it's. I wonder if you th if we think back to like the old DC Connects pre pre lunar split. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I think they gave like full pages to everybody, didn't they? All the ongoing. It just seemed like a lot of times <coughs> the collected editions would be like, "Hey, here's a few of the things coming out collected editions wise," but we're yeah saving our full page ads for our our continuing things and everything and they, they've kind of flipped the way they do that a little bit more yeah because it was always a like close to 100 pages i thought now we're down to mm -hmm. like 50 yeah. i like that uh batman urban uh legends 11 we get the uh the dog gets himself a, a featured cover that's pretty dope yeah we're shipping christmas week looks like oh, yeah, we are yeah it's that final week of Christmas of December it looks like it's got a lot of stuff earmarked for that 28th okay. that's just a dead zone man it's just so tough human targets target uh three a nice art germ variant cover there Yeah, so some of these, you know, we were talking about going three in the or twice in the same month or th three times mm -hmm. in the same month. They are they're actually shipping in January. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So yep. yeah, Gen so yeah. Some of those I are, Batman Five coming out January eleventh. Yeah, and so that detective that we were talking about, well, they're doing three this month. Well, they're really only doing two. Okay, gotcha. Batman or Nightwing eighty seven. Getting us another uh, design variant. That's pretty cool there. That was the 1 in 25 being done by Bruno Redondo. So there's a, a podcast series streaming on HBO Max called Batman the Audio Avengers. Adventures? Hmm. I didn't know much about that. Yeah. Oh, how, how do you listen to HBO Max podcasts? It's not on. Refrigerator Full of Heads 3 is a really cool cover. It's only 40th page of your DC Connect. Yeah, totally... Yeah, just here, here's all the ongoings. Blam, bam, bam, bam. 
tons of them. Yeah. Yeah, I don't feel like they streamlined anything. No. I mean, they're still putting out the same amount. It's just it's just weird the choices that they're making. Like, why isn't... I don't know. Like, Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. Should, should that have been a series, or should that have been a backup? Should mm. Superman versus Lobo, should that have been a series, or should that be a backup? Some of these don't make sense. Teen Titans Academy? Stick that in the back of something. I, I don't know. They don't make a ton of sense. Joker probably could have been a backup at the back of Batman for all that. Well, of course, they probably supposed to sell pretty well. <laughs> Titans United, a nice cover. Yeah, I just don't. I don't get it. But you know, I, I read a lot of DC, so I'm. I'm, it's not like I'm voting with my wallet. I'm still there. <laughs> You're part of the problem. I am. I definitely am. All right, but that's just our trip through the DC Connect. Uh, just checking on a few things to see if we need to give you guys a heads up and a little bit of thought into uh, what we're going to do with our own orders in DC. There's a few cool things. A few yeah. Nightwing things I need and uh, some ratio things to check out. Yeah, let's slide on over to uh, Cover Price's top. 20 top 10 top 20 they go in let's start with rank 10 as we head down to look at our top 10 at rank 10 we have 2016's hawkeye number one this book has been on the list for three weeks in a row now which is pretty impressive for her first solo series with the core first appearance books going crazy collectors have thrown onto the next specs book and this is the one selling 34 copies along with secondary mark continuing and a high sale of 225 for a cdc 9.8 at rank 9, we have Super Mario Brothers number 1 from Valiant slash Acclaim from 1990. It was recently reported by Variety and absolutely everybody else on the internet that the long-in-development Super Mario Brothers movie lands all-star voice casting with Chris Pratt, Anna Taylor-Joy, Keegan-Michael Key, Seth Rogen. While there's plenty of debate about Chris Pratt as Mario, the rest seems to be on point. This news lit a fire under early Mario books like Blip Number 1 and this issue, which sold 19 copies, 7-day trend, 192%, and a CGC 9.8 going for almost $1,700 frickin' dollars. Hmm. Do you remember this yeah. comic? Nope. I don't remember it either. Yeah, but it sounds like it's something I should have had. Yeah, exactly. At rank 8, Amazing Spider-Man 361, with Venom Let There Be Carnage quickly approaching sales and prices for the first full appearance of Carnage are going up. This week it sold 32 copies, a CGC 9.8, cracking er, $1,130. We have Grendel, number 1 from 1986. Um, per deadline, Netflix orders a Grendel series based on Dark Horse Comics... Uh, with Abukar Ali to star, and eight more have been cast. This has set a fire under all Grendel key books, especially his first appearance in Primer Number Two from 1982. As mentioned last week, despite the series focusing on the male versions of Grendel, the market jumped all over this series, which features the female Grendel, 
since Primer Issue 2 and the Grendel 1983 three-issue series are so expensive and hard to find, collectors still bought this issue with 13 sold and $81 for a raw on Grendel. At rank 6, Kang the Conqueror number 2 that just came out. This issue features the first appearance of Ravona Ray Slayer as Moon Knight. If you recall, she was played by actress Guju Mwamba Rao in the Disney Plus Loki series as a Judge of the Time Variant Alliance. This issue takes place in the past and makes a connection between Kang and Moon Knight. It's unknown how this issue will progress, however. It has definitely piqued the market interest with 30 copies moving and a high raw sale of $15. You gotta snag this up, Drew. Oh, yeah. Moon Knight stuff. Oh, yeah. 2007's The Immortal Iron Fist number 8. This book is trending due to the Hit Monkey Hulu trailer. In the trailer, there is a quick little shot of Fat Cobra, a 111-year-old fighter from China with the ability of chi manipulation and augmentation. In the comic, he's an ally to characters like Wolverine and Iron Fist, though it's unknown now how he'll be betrayed in this series. But that was enough to move 18 copies on the secondary market and have a high raw sale of $60 for Immortal Iron Fist 8. At rank 4, we have Moon Knight number 3, the Rod Rice 1 in 25. This issue features the first appearance of Hunter's Moon, who is called the other half of Moon Knight. While he's not quite a villain or an ally, he follows and obeys the will of Khonshu, where Mark Spector does not. This first appearance sold 49 copies of this 1 in 25, and had a 7-day trend up 146%, and a high sale of $56 for Raw, so double the variant. Or double the ratio, I should say. At rank 11, Iron Man number 12, the Raza Miles Morales Spider-Man one that just came out. I told you this one was going to be a big one. This is the, the turntables one. Highly oh, yeah. anticipated cover of Miles Morales moves a massive 161 copies on the secondary market or last week. And this, okay, so 161 on the secondary market last week and 74 copies moving on the secondary market this week. Um, there's already a sale for a CGC 9.8 for 100 bucks. At rank two, we have Nebula number one from last year. The comic market is odd after playing a prominent role in the MCU for years. Now, James Gunn mentioned that Nebula has a pretty huge role in the next Guardians 3. Despite her fierce appearance in Avengers 257 being relatively affordable, the market picked up on her first solo series after hearing several various YouTube channel sites and social posts around this mostly ignored first series. Which is exactly what they're doing with Hawkeye. Yeah. This gave this regular cover a boost in price and sales of 49 copies, big trend, and a high sale of $30 for all. And at rank one, Moon Knight number three, as mentioned, the first appearance of Hunter's Moon, unknown where or how Marvel will do anything with his character. But either way, they're setting up to play a close role to Mark Spector. Flew off digital shelves with 96 copies sold and a high sale of $16 for a raw copy. And I noticed this and I immediately screamed at my good friend Drew and brother and said, let's get some more of these before this goes out of here. And, and we got some, so thank thank you, Cowabunga. Absolutely. We love having our good friends hook us up. And rank 11, we have the United States of Captain America, uh, number four, the Peach Momoko 1 in 25. Um, still, Peach Momoko still moving the needle. Mm-hmm. There, we got a 29 copies sold, high sale of 63 bucks for a raw. 
At rank 12, we have Batman Secret Files, Miracle Molly number 1, The Little Thunder Minimal 1 in 25. Uh, it's a hard, to, hard one to find, um, and so it, it moved 25 copies online at a high sale of $51 for a raw copy. Uh, rank 13, we have Hit Monkey number 1 from 2010, uh, Hit Monkey's trailer, set several books on fire including this one which sold 14 more copies and a high sale of $35 for a raw. At rank 14 we have Catwoman 35 The Kale uh, new 1 in 25 uh, these uh, wanted posters which we were talking about the wanted posters. We you remember that? Yeah. Dope looking. Pretty cool. Um, this one sold an additional 25 copies and had a high sale of $60 for a raw. Uh, Young Avengers number one comes in at rank 15, uh, packed with first appearance appearances, including Kate Bishop's first in this issue. Could be extra fuel to the Young Avengers fire. Uh, sold additional 21 copies and a high sale of $1,189 for a CGC 9.8. I've been talking for three years about CGC in this stupid book, and I just have another. <laughs> it would be back by now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're backed up, but not that far. At uh, rank 16, we have Fantastic Four 244 from 1982. This is the first appearance of Frankie Ray as Nova. No, not that Nova. It sold 13 <laughs> copies, had a high sale of $57 for a raw copy. Um, Frankie becomes a Herald of Galactus. Um, I, we have no idea why this book is moving otherwise. Uh, rank 17, we have Amazing Spider-Man 361, the newsstand version from 1992 uh this is carnage heat and uh, has a high sale of 1200 dollars for a cgc 98 uh rank 18 we have captain america 25 from 2014 uh, as you know falcon and the winter soldier is now captain america and the winter soldier with the famous question who is the new captain america posed inside the silhouette on the cover we see the passing of the shield from steve rogers to his good friend sam wilson who also proclaims Avengers Assemble for the first time inside these pages. This is enough to move uh, way back, uh, another 20 copies of this thing, heating back up again, and a high sale of almost $300 for CGC 9.8. But it's not as good as back in April of this year, that's when it sold for twice that, $660 for a 9.8. So it's dropped it back a bit. Um, rank 19, we have X-Men Annual number 14 from 1990. Uh, the market has long put Uncanny X-Men 266 as the first appearance of Gambit, but there's always been the X-Men Annual 14 lingering out there with its couple panel, no speaking part, Gambit cameo. Just enough for people to debate the true first appearance of our favorite Bayou-based mutant. This first appearance, in quotes, sold 14 copies <laughs> and had a high sale of $118 for a CGC 9.2. You know how I feel about cameos versus real first appearances. No, I don't, Drew. Tell me. <laughs> They're not really first appearances. Gotcha. Uh, <coughs> at um, rank 20 and finishing out the top 20, we have Spawn number 1 from 1992 and uh, McFarlane is on fire so this sold 19 more copies and had a high sale of 229 dollars 50 for a cgc 98 why did de- i just start buying these up back in the day 
Well, there's only three million of them out there. But, like, getting them for a quarter and, you know, <laughs> I don't know getting if five were... bucks a piece out of them now. You could make a yeah. living doing that. Yeah. Yeah, you could have. You could have. I don't know that you could do that anymore. But, yeah, there was tons. Tons of, of spawn number ones. Yeah. All right. Let's, um, is it FOC time? Absolutely. Let's look at our FOC, which is our final order cutoff. It's our last chance to look at books coming out in just a couple of weeks. See if we need to add anything, uh, change a few of our orders, or do any of the fun stuff we have to do. We get a nice curated list from our good friends at Cowabunga and Deep Discount Comics that we like to truck through and see if we can find some gold in or things that we didn't get. Um, we have no features and call-outs from our good friend Eric at Cowabunga this week. So let's start with our DC-based FOC items that will be coming out on uh, the third. We do, yeah. I was gonna say everything's due the third. Green Arrow Deep Target that cover B is very nice, and that one in twenty-five is actually a good-looking cover as well. A lot of sharks on things as of late. Sharks are uh, making a comeback. Yeah, I I missed this one slip. In the, between the cracks for me, I didn't realize there was a an Aquaman Green Arrow team up book. Yeah, that's kind of cool. I'll probably check that out. Yeah. The detective looks familiar. The detective ten forty four. The the Dan Mora cover A. Okay, so Tom King writing Human Target with Greg Smallwood. Mm -hmm. uh, Christopher Chance has made a living out of being a human target, a man hired to disguise himself as his client to invite would-be assassins to attempt his murder. He's had a remarkable career until his latest case, protecting Lex Luthor when things go sideways. An assassination attempt uh, Chance didn't see coming assassination attempt Chance didn't see coming leaves him vulnerable and left trying to solve his own murder as he has 12 days to discover just who in the DCU hated Lex Luthor enough to want him dead. Human Target is a hard-boiled gritty story in the vein of classic detective noirs told by best-selling and critically acclaimed creator Tom King and Greg Smallwood. Sounds interesting. So like we have you can see there's like Captain Cold and Batman with the Batarang, Green Lanterns, and all kinds of different people on the cover. Uh, would be assassins to uh, our old Mister Luther's. Huh. That's that is so interesting. And this is one of the few like we 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 got a DC black label. Um, it's only four or five dollars, but a twelve issue series. So we're a lot of them. All three, are, yeah. Yeah, and we have a really nice second B cover. That's pretty cool. Yeah, who done it on the front? That's pretty cool. Is and should I take? Wonderful. Should I be that guy that having finally finished Rorschach? Yeah. Say you should wait for the trade on this. <laughs> <laughs> having finally I finished mean, Rorschach and Mister Miracle and, and everything else that Tom seems to do. Although I enjoy it, uh, sometimes it's crime tough. Crime noir. You've been enjoying crime noir. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> sometimes it's just like the time between issues is just tough with the way he writes. 
So if it comes out every month, starting when it does, it's going to be one year until you uh, finishes it up. Yeah. And then until we get the compendium, it's going to be even longer than that. So you're going to be waiting 15 to 18 months to read this. Yeah, maybe I just like save up some issues then. Batch them. You know, make my own little mini trades. I like it. I like it. Yeah. But uh, don't don't sleep on that Derek Chu cover for Harley Quinn 8. Yeah. Which is uh, Poison I've said Ivy. many times, boy, can Derek Chu draw Harley covers. Or digitally do whatever he does. <laughs> whatever he does in Photoshop, he does a good job with it. It's very, they're very pretty. We also want to look at a couple scout things. We have My Bad, number one, from Mark Russell and Bryce Igman. A sharp superhero spoof from a stellar team that includes co-creators of Irredeemable and Second Coming. You do like a good spoof, don't you, Drew? I do like a good spoof every once in a while. Um, and Mark Russell is, like, everywhere. There you go. In Gravel City, the supervillain Emperor King has devised not only a sadistic death trap for his arch enemy, the Accelerator, but also the means to penetrate the top secret of all the other arch enemies and the the chandelier important new comic book universe begins here we say sarcastically and we've got um, some fun stuff in Robin number 7 spoiler in the solicit (laughs) so uh, you probably don't want to read that if if you're you're not current on Robin Um, but yeah it looks like they're having some fun with a kind of like a meta take with him actually reading a Robin comic on the cover, which is kind of cool. Yeah, we're going to turn Robin into the Deadpool of the DC universe. I, I do like the cover B, the Francis Manipool cover B on that Robin Seven as well. Is that Razagul? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, good stuff to choose from there. Thud number one from Scout Comics as well. Looks a little all agey there, but something else new and neat. Yeah, let's see what else we got on our final order. FOC. Some uh, image books. Adventure Man 6. Good Asian 6 of 10. Uh, Magic Order. Uh, the second volume is launching, that yeah. first issue, with uh, tons of covers, five covers to be exact. Mm-hmm. Some not safer work covers for Sweet Paprika number four. <laughs> Some neat covers there too. Mother of Madness finishing up its three issues. Outcast launches their compendium, so collecting all, all Issues those. one through 48 for $65. Get yourself a nice little discount, and for uh, probably yeah. around 40 bucks, get that whole series well worth reading through. I actually quite liked it. Did not finish it yet, to be, to be clear. I have not finished the last couple of that, or the last probably two uh, trades. Yeah, I am... Um, I was so far behind that I like skipped the middle chunk <laughs> so that I could finish it up. <laughs> I was like, ah, I'll figure it out. I'll figure out what they're talking about. That's right. I just read that last arc. Cover A for uh, Spawn 323. Pretty cool looking. 
McFarlane, of course, not giving us his cover anytime soon. Uh, and we got the clown cover as the cover C. So, good one. This is your last chance to get um, what's the furthest place from here. Uh, the Matt Rosenberg, Tyler Boss, triple size first issue. And again, um, for 15 bucks, you can get the 7-inch uh, vinyl. We don't know what the limit is on these ones. They say extremely limited. I don't know what the, the limit is on these soundtrack, but uh, yeah, Blake Schwarzenberg from Jawbreaker, Schwarzenbach. Excuse me. If like me, you loved their last collaboration with Four Kids Walked Into a Bank, um, don't sleep on this one. Make sure you get this one. Does Brian Michael Bendis do a lot of covers? No, I don't think he does. Okay, so what's the furthest place from here? Um, cover D is a Brian Michael Bendis cover. Yeah. Okay, again, according to previews, this could be wrong. It's been wrong many times. No, I think that's true, but, I mean, it's not great art. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? No offense. No offense, Brian. Uh, but, you know, it'd be cool to get signed. Heck yeah. Unique thing to get signed. Heck yeah. Let's see what our Dark Horse items out here. Cyberpunk 2077, Big City Dreams having its hardcover, collecting that whole series. I don't see anything else in Dark Horse. We'll yeah. heading down to IDW. The Last Ronin Design Archive number one. So I think we already had a collector's edition. I didn't. I don't know what we. No, maybe not. Never before seen behind-the-scenes artwork and design notes for TMNT The Last Runner number 2 and 3 pulled straight from their mind of TNT co-creators Kevin Eastman and poured unfiltered into the page. Cyborg ninjas, a transformed skyline, formidable ocean walls. You visited the New York City of TMNT The Last Run and now take a deep dive into what went into building the terrifying dystopian dystopia of the hottest topic of 2021. Go one step beyond the director's cut. Yeah. I have no idea what that even means. Yeah. Uh, you slide down to Marvel. And uh, this we, t we talked about the Star Wars High Republic. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Adventures. There was this four-issue, um, the Monsters of Temple Peak series. We have the third one coming out of this one, so... Again, I, I recommend that you just pick these up because you never know who's going to pop or what's going on in these. So it yeah. uh, may not be too late to grab the first and second. And here, like I said, here's the third coming out. Some just fantastic covers from for Alien number eight. I really love that second uh, B. I guess it's B. The, the Shavron cover. Yeah, the Facehugger cover. That's so. That's nice. pretty awesome. Um, they pull out all the stops on this. Uh, Spider-Man 77 too. He's getting there five five covers there, including a really nice um, uh, Declan Shalvey, which is a, I really like the Kari Andrews uh, cover off Amazing Fantasy number four as well. I think that's really good. Yeah, the with the Wolverine. Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty great too.
Spider-Man 78, the Liefeld Deadpool 30th anniversary variant. Uh, it's a good Spidey Deadpool cover. Mm. Um, Avengers 50, what do we determine this co- coincides with? Eight, 800? Is that right? 750. 750? Commemorating Legacy 750. Oh, Give that's right. $10. Yeah, it's right there on the cover. Duh. Um, what, what what stands? Which one of those covers do you have to have? Liefeld, give me Deadpool with with Panther. That's it. That's the one. Oh man. Okay, then tell me the answer. The answer is the Caselli, maybe, or the Infinity Saga cover, maybe. The McGinnis is nicer than that. Oh, cool! You've named all of them. Good job. <laughs> Thanks. That, that really helps. I actually. Actually, her down there, Chico. it's the Marcos Martin. I'm sorry. The I Marcos like Martin. Martin. That was my number two. Yeah, that's that's really good. But yeah, there's, there, all of those are better than Liefeld. All of them. Liefeld is last. Dead last. Nope. I like it. That's a cool cover for Deadpool Black, White, and Blood number four. The all I'm giving I'm giving Mike Allred props. I like it. The blood spatter uh, outline of our good friend Deadpool in that. Oh, I get you. I think that's uh, that's quality work there. I'm hard on Allred, but uh, props. All right. Darkhold Blade number one by Daniel Kibblesmith. Are you fanged or are you foo? The world is divided into humans and vampires and Blade, the one who walks between them both and kills with equal impunity after reading from the cursed Darkhold. Blade and a cadre of other heroes were meant to enter Kython's dimension and stop the ancient god from destroying the multiverse. But reading the book has changed all their lives and histories, and for Blade the consequences are far-reaching. Vampires rule the world, and he rules over them all. But there are some heroes left, and Blade is not omniscient as, as omniscient as he thinks. For some big <clears throat> words in there, I think I did well reading that. Yeah, I'm really proud of you, buddy. Thank you. Now, I didn't I didn't go. I didn't follow Donny Cates to Venom, okay. um, and I heard great things about Venom. And I missed out on his little Thor run, and I heard good things about that. <laughs> so his I, little Thor run. You say it, it wasn't. Like it, it was like twelve issues, right? Okay, gotcha, gotcha. And or maybe he's still on it. I don't even know. Um, but I'm not going to miss out on him on sh- on Hulk. I am. Getting in on the ground floor of this one, and it's him and Otley, and I am going to be there for his Hulk run. So I'm not going to get so burned gonna, again. So I'm going to give you a hint here. You and I are going to start picking out an FOC pick of the week. All right. Mine's going to be this Hulk number one, Peach Momoko. Just FYI. Bury the lead. I thought I thought we were gonna we had to agree. We don't. I'm picking one. You can do whatever the heck you want. <laughs> wow, putting his foot down. Yeah, right. we did get we did get some great feedback from listeners who wondered why the hell we haven't been doing an FOC pick of the week all this time. And uh, yes, we should probably be doing that. 
Mm-hmm. And I blame Kyle because it was his. That was his job. He, I'd already fallen asleep, so I didn't even care and blame him. He screwed. He screwed that up. But yeah, yeah, we're gonna do that this this week, aren't we? A new Miles segment. Mor- <laughs> <laughs> Miles Morales, Spider-Man number 30, 32, The Chris Anka cover is pretty cool. Nice little pink cover there. I like yeah. it. You see, Kyle, it makes my job harder because I have to. I have to put this. Moon Knight number three, the second print, <laughs> McNiven variant. Here's I'm not done. Second print that you. I'm so sorry. I apologize. Did I talk over what you weren't saying? Yeah, I was complaining about how hard my job is. I apologize. Could you put it in writing and uh, send it to me when we're done? <laughs> I'd like it. I'd like it in my HR file. That's exactly. Right. Uh, Moon Knight number three. We talked about that being the the first uh, quote unquote appearance of Hunter's Moon, and that of course being a, a very sought after book. Fifteen dollars on the secondary market already, and the one in twenty five going for double ratio. We have a second print available on it as well. Here, um, so that's cool. Is that him on the front or is that Moon Knight? And I just don't know because it's sketched. Well, yeah, it's it's kind of like yeah, I think that's that's Hunter's Moon, mm-hmm. and it's just weird the way it's black and white. Ah, so gotcha. Um, but it could be so, neg- it could be a negative image of Moon Knight. See, that's the thing; they're very similar. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Two sides to every coin. Part of the appeal. So that will more than likely be Drew's pick as well. Moving on. Don't you, don't you. Star Wars team action figure variant. We've brought out our good little teddy bear friends, and we are throwing them on the front of these action figures. It is time, so you cannot beat that. Now, Al Ewing's also doing Venom's first, first relaunch. So, um, coming, leaving Immortal Hulk and going to take over Venom. That's that's this month as well. Holy smokes! There's a lot of you, you major. Just jump over everything Star Wars and go right to Venom and not talk about any of this stuff here. Well, I, th- I thought you were. I thought you had finished up Star Wars talk. I, we hadn't even hit halfway. I, I heard Star Wars, blah blah blah. Star Wars, Star Wars, blah. <sighs> Really good Star Wars High Republic 11. Uh, the cover is a really quality cover. There's a nice B there one as well. So um, Peach Momoko doing the uh, B cover on that one. I really like that one. That's a, you're going to want both of those of that Star Wars uh, 11 there. And let me uh, just skip the next like 35 things so we can catch up to Drew on. No, 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 no. Feel free to continue to talk about Star Wars. I, I thought you had finished up. I really did. No. Um, we get some uh, yeah not bad so you don't have anything else Hmm. I did Uh, but it's gone (laughs) oh did I interrupt your flow anyway lots of venom um, from Al Ewing and I'm interested to see what his take is going to be on that it's probably going to be pretty inventive as well so I'm going to have to check that out wish it wasn't six bucks Mm. Nice Del Auto cover on those as well. Venom number one. Is Hulk, is Hulk also six dollars? No, it's only five. A bargain. A bargain. Yeah, five bucks. We tend to not be able to find anything that we really want to pick up in uh, Dynamite, but we'll scroll through with a boys number one getting a platinum foil edition for twenty five dollars that you might be able to get if you order it now. I doubt many places will have this unless you don't. 
Great cosplay covers. The ho Dynamite, the home of the cosplay cover. Mm-hmm. Once in future on issue 21. Really nice Dan Mora cover there. I wonder if they comp copies to the cosplayer that's on the cover. I would think. I would hope. Here's a, here's a stack of 20. Take them to con the con with you. You think it's 20? You think I that's all they know. get? Yeah. I would think it would be like a case. Okay. Is it like, a, like who's doing that cover? It's really like a graphic designer at this point because it's just a photo, right? Mm-hmm. So who gets the photo credit? Who gets the person. Who gets the, the per is it? I'm going to look. I'm going to talk about Absolute Comics Blood Widow number one from the pages of White Widow. We get now Blood Widow. Guess what? She's just got red on her. Same thing. <laughs> Carrier's number one from Red 5 Comics. So, this to me is Carrier Pigeons that have gone medieval so that's pretty dope so whatever your squarriers was yeah but with carrier pigeons <laughs> do you think i don't know if it'll catch as much heat maybe yeah. you, go. you never know so their names are fable gladius cherry bomb and dark dove no one has heard of these brave heroes yet but they are the only thing standing between the citizens of New York and the unseen terrors that lurk around them all a band of weaponized carrier pigeons they soar the night sky looking for new threats and find their largest one yet when the croc king is climbing up out of the New York City sewers yeah five issues 395 um pretty dope I love the cover B uh, cover A looks pretty cool too, except that crow has a machine gun. Anything else in our back after? There's tons, but nothing that jumps out at me. Maybe this Vault Comics, The Rush. Looks yeah. kind of interesting, and they're they're putting some some cover action behind it. Looks like five or six covers, seven covers. <laughs> Our gun honey uh, is getting a third print, metallic ink hues cover as well. So that that cover we just chose last week uh, already on a third print with metallic ink. Yeah. Okay, so we are not going to agree because your pick is what? Hulk number one, the Peach Momoko variant. Yeah, I can't get behind that. Okay, didn't ask you to. Well, I mean, fact, I think it'd be nice if fact, we could if we could agree on one. I think it's it would... sixty-five books. We can each pick one. Come on now. Again, it makes the show notes convoluted. Oh, for crying out loud! People don't want to read a freaking book and a half on the show notes. 
I'll just take your name off. That'll cut some some space. You know, at this point, let's take me off everything. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle walks out. <laughs> okay, I'm really torn. I really like the De- the Derek Chu Harley Quinn number eight, right? Mm. Really like it. It's it it's gonna probably be sought after. But then we've got the aforementioned uh, Moon Knight number three. This is second print. We already know that one's spiking, but mm-hmm. they didn't do much with the cover. So I'm uh, I think I'm gonna go with the the Harley Quinn eight. Um, and I don't think that there's going to be as much heat behind uh, a kind of a lackluster effort on the second print for Moon Knight. Although I'll buy it. Uh, it's not going to be my pick. There we go. This has been our trip through the FOC. All right. So Drew and I have talked about a few things in the future that we think are going to happen. Let's flip over to our good friends at comicbookinvest.com and look at their hot 10 comics. Just see what the coolest things happening right now are. Um, oops, clicked on the wrong one, so I'm never going to be able to find this. Kyle, none of my pins are writing. I apologize. It's an emergency. It's a it's a pin emergency. I have a uh, colored pencil here if that helps you. <laughs> if you could teleport that to me, I would love that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, hot ten at rank one. We have Ironheart number one, the Jen Bartel one in fifty variant. Al Ewing writing this series. $825 and then $1,200 for a 9.8. This is still one of the hardest and best looking Riri variants out there. This doesn't surprise me at all. I wouldn't be picking up virtually any Bartel cover right now. I would be I, picking up. I would be. Yes, I would be picking up virtually any Bartel cover right now. Invincible number one, Tyler Kirkham variant. $400. Not sure exactly how rare this one is, but people seem to be into it. There is also a gold foil and a black and white version. Virgin version of this. You know how I was proud of myself for reading earlier? I'm not yeah, right yeah, doing great. <clears throat> Swordmaster number one, the Haining 1 in 50 variant. Um, up to $75. Glad to see Origin Issues doing well. Don't really have any other notes as to why this one is selling for so much at the moment, but it's a good cover. I'd be curious how many of these are even out in the wild. Um, yeah. This has got to be a rarity thing. I can't imagine tons of people went fifty deep on Swordmaster number one. Yeah, could be wrong. Don't don't think a lot of people did. At rank four, we have Reptile number one. The Hernanda Souza 1 in 25 variant. I continue to have no words for what causes people to buy books like this. Just because someone makes the non-factual jump and says that something has to be big because Ava is on a future variant cover does not mean a $10 book and a $45 for 9.8 should all of a sudden sell for $50. So, an interesting one. The aforementioned Gun Honey number one, the Adam Hughes variant. This Hughes cover has been the talk of the town since the image was released. Yes, there is a virgin, and yes, they are going to do a foil and probably run this thing into the ground. That's what these kind of publishers do. Uh, and will continue to do. Accept it, or just stop buying additional ones. 10 to $15-ish. 
Knight of the Cadillacs, number one, the Laurent Jacques 1 in 25 variant. Over $50. I mean, last week we had a we had baby teeth number 20 with just a mouth. Why not this? Apparently mouth covers uh, seem to be selling well. Um, I'll go for an eye cover maybe next time, but that's just me. New gen number one going currently between $50 and $75. Wow. News of Henry Rollins joining the animated series caused this to jump from 10 to 20 to its current price point. I mean, if this were the 80s, maybe that would have been a big deal, but why now? Amazing Spider-Man 611 second print. Over $100 raw now. If you can find it, so no current raw listings. I once was not into Scotty Young, but have completely come around and love his tongue-in-cheek humor. At rank 9, we have Transformers Halloween Special number 1, the 1 in 10 variant. This Halloween vibe is in the air, and this one is a bit of an odd mashup, but the cover art is incredible. $30 plus. And at rank 10, we have the Catwoman number 35. Uh, the one in 25 uh, wanted poster variant now selling between 50 and 60 I guess you that you should have taken the tip from last week and bought it from Midtown Comics for about a third of the current price and if you didn't you've missed out uh, in their honorable mention section we have Sugar Sugar Rune volume 8 I am not in any way a manga expert or even a novice but this one is apparently not easy to find and is selling for $300 do we as collectors and investors need to pay more attention to manga, Drew? No, no, okay, we on. can't. We can't add that to our... Uh, no, it's too many variables now. I mean, I'm watching things like Don Manchi and, and, and uh, Dragon Slayer and stuff, so I mean... I'm, uh, you I might. Know quite, I know a few things, but I, I don't know that I know enough to catch things before they've hit. Because, you know... I'm not Japanese and don't read things before they get translated and moved over. Yeah, I think that, I think it would be really really challenging. Plus, reading right to left drives me nuts. Yeah. At rank eighteen, or as the honorable mention, the other honorable mention, we have Phantom Lady eighteen, a six sold for eighty four hundred dollars, which is thirteen hundred dollars more than a nine point sold for just a month ago. A very awesome Matt Baker cover, but if you are literally ten times the size of other people, do you really need a cape? And how much would a cape like that cost? It seems like a large amount of material. That's kind of neat. I mean, I like ten cent comics. Hundred percent. They're pretty cool. I get, I get it. <laughs> All right, Drew. We've looked at the things that are spiking in price. We've looked at our previews for here two months from now. We've looked at our FOC for a few weeks after that. Um, we talked about our Patreon, all the cool things people can get there. Um, get things early, exclusives, interviews, uh, things like the really cool uh, interview Drew did with Wolf about uh, about uh, NFTs. NFTs. Sorry, I have too many <laughs> letters running around in my head. <laughs> I was thinking FOCs, NFTs, enterprise. And all kinds of cool stuff. And we are getting ready to do another 9.8 slab giveaway. And that is exclusively for people in our Patreons. So, 
Um, yeah. Come on over, throw a couple bucks our way, become part of that, join us in Slack to talk all kinds of cool stuff, and get yourself in that giveaway. Yeah. All and right. We, we did hear something, too, about Marvel moving their FOC uh, back. So, um, because of problems with, I guess, printing and shipping uh, issues and things like that, they're they're going to bump uh, their FOC like a week or two. So right now, like it's usually like a three week lead time, right? Mm-hmm. Twenty twenty one to twenty five days, something like that, um, for FOC lead. Yeah. Um, which is pretty good but if they're going to bump it to like five weeks well you're really not that far out of your previews catalog really. <laughs> three weeks right? out of your previews yeah you know you're a couple of weeks out of, out of having submitted your previews order do you really want to look at those freaking things again and are they really going to release any more information or any more cover art at that point Two weeks later, three weeks later. So, but that means uh, more and more stuff's going to fall through the cracks. Then I imagine. Uh, yeah, maybe I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I, I'm curious how that's going to work. Uh, I mean, I, I would like FOC to be as close to release date as possible. Mm-hmm. Of course, um, but we're not, not we're not there yet. I mean, I'm happy with the 21 days turnaround. That's pretty good. 21 to 25 days or whatever it is. Um, so I'm curious how this Marvel thing ha- works out and will other as long as the supply chain is continuing to be problematic is are other publishers going to follow suit um, see, interested to see how that goes very cool yeah alright Drew let's jump into our sneak peek at like next week and look at the things happening just a few days from us now and what we need to make sure we pick up at our local comic book shops. Let's start by heading over to Lunar Distributions and looking at things coming out on the 5th. And I'm going to start with, Are You Afraid of Dark Side number 1? Uh, this is $10, a bunch of different stories from people like Elliot Callan, Colin Kelly, Jackson Lansing, Jeremy Hahn, Kenny Porter, Calvin Katsule, Terry Blass, Ed Brisson, and many, many more. All kinds of different stories here. Looks like just in time for Halloween. Arkham yeah, I'm a little City. more interested in. Yeah, I'm a little more interested in this Arkham City: The Order of the World. Number one, a six-issue miniseries by Dan Waters, art by Danny, and it's about Joker's attack on Arkham Asylum and some of the fallout from that. Uh, meeting more Arkhamites. Which is curious and could lead to appearances of of Archimites that could yeah. be in other people's books down the road. You never know. Could be interesting. Yeah. Meet these Archimites, a woman with no face, a piggy in search of perfection, and a man who feels nothing and burns everything. A woman who must devour life to save herself. A man unfit for the walking world who looks instead for Wonderland. Yeah, sounds Pretty like dope. first appearances to me. Yep. I'm no uh, speculator. Well, kind of. (laughs) (laughs) More fear state. 
and um, it has not been a good decision, I think, to to chase this the, the fear state. I don't. This has not been moving fast. It has uh, not been enjoyable for me. I'm curious what other people's experiences are with with fear state, but so far at the beginning stages of it, it's pretty lackluster. And here we have Peacekeeper O one versus Peacekeeper X. Nice house on the lake, number five. Still enjoying this. This is fun. Mm. You ever read comic a comic and you're like, oh god, I can't wait for this to be another in another medium. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yes. I just, I just can't wait. I just can't wait to see this and as a movie or a, a a show and see how they cast it. Oh, Wonder Woman. Did we not do the Wonder Woman ADS already? I thought for sure we had. I thought we had as well. I think we did the 750 and not the 80th. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Edgar Allan Poe's Snifter of Death number one. Mark Russell and Stuart Moore writing this. Do you so miss Vertigo? How about Mad Mac Magazine? Ahoy's popular series of Poe-inspired tales. <laughs> Combines both into a stew of horror, mystery, and inebriation. When the other characters got their 80th, did we not do like different decades? Yeah, that's exactly what we did. Hmm. Not doing that there. That is interesting. Another interesting choice, DC. And as a person who runs a liquor store, I sign off on the Edgar Allan Poe's Snifter of Death cover. <laughs> <laughs> little, little, the little baby bottles. Yeah, the little airplanes. I always yeah, suggest yeah. people. I always tell people they're perfect for trick or treaters. Night <laughs> uh, of the Cadillacs number one, cover A. Rob Pryor. We're talking about Night of the Cadillacs as far as one of the other uh, covers earlier. Yeah, is that's a number. One? Is that like another printing or? That's what I wasn't sure either how that one's coming out after the other things, but oh well. well. Yeah, what is the deal? We don't know. Mm -mm. Yeah, this has a, this is yeah. Hmm. I'm curious about that now. There's a lot of good Wonder Woman covers too. Yeah. We talked about the heat on Jen Bartel. It was a really nice Jen Bartel um, costume celebration wraparound. Yeah, do you like it? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. I'm not paying ten bucks for it though. DC Horrors presents the Conjuring or the Conjuring the Lover number five of five, and it uh, has the cover B is the movie poster cardstock variant, which is actually the VHS cover. So you have another VHS cover. And I like this. Got the staff pick sticker on it, like the old VHS stores. Yeah, that's cool. Horror dots. That's pretty rad. All right, I'm heading over to Previews World and looking for the things coming out October sixth. Yeah, I'm really excited about um, Hey Kids Comics finishing up with Profits and Loss. It hasn't been um, 
as fantastic as the first volume, but it's but it's still been really fun and insightful into a behind the scenes uh, weird history take on on the comics industry, and I'm I'm glad he's doing it. Scott Snyder, you continue to do the always the best thing. Noctera trade number one, one through six, nine ninety nine. Buy it, give it to a friend. Yeah, it is pretty good. Yep, this is what we say. Image, take your first series, make it ten bucks. I mean, you have to buy it. Righteous Thirst for Vengeance number one. We're excited about that one coming out. That's crime noir that I can get behind for a show or with Rick Remender at the helm. There you go. Now, for your Walking Dead 24, there's an additional bonus cover for comic shops variants. So, at the top of cover A, it says, We are the Walking Dead. And if you buy the comic shop variant, it says, the Comic shops raised the Walking Dead. So, subtle differences in those two books and some that are only going to, I imagine, certain comic shops or some are just choosing to purchase. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I don't remember that on being on FOC, do you? I do not. Apex Legends Overtime 3 or 4. You're down on Dark Horse. Yep. Where I found nothing. Yeah. Down in IDW, I'm also finding very little. Star Wars Adventures, Ghost Vader's Castles, three of that five-issue series, and Star Wars High Republic Adventures on its ninth issue. Who's on the cover of uh, High Republic 9? Do you know that? Uh, That is the... Is that... Court, Q-O-R-T. Oh, Interesting. In uh, Marvel, we have yet another one of these Gleason webhead variants for seventy-five. I believe we've pretty much run them completely into the ground. Yeah, exciting for a while, and then you ruined it. You yeah. ruined it, Marvel. You played with it too much, and you ruined it. Flew too close to the sun, and your webbing's caught fire. Kyle, can I watch yes. the Bad Batch animated series without yes. watching Clone Wars? Yep. And will I then never, will it ruin Clone Wars for me? I won't be able to ever go back and revisit Again, it. Again, you need to watch the final season of Clone Wars, the 12 issues that are at, at season 7, and then I'll leave you alone for the rest of your life. But So don't watch Bad Batch. And then Bad Batch, that leads into Bad Batch. That gives you all the setup you need. They're only in season 7. You, you will, I can just watch the, the final season of Clone Wars. Yes. And won't be totally lost and bored out of my skull. No. Okay. All right. I'll try. What were you saying about Spider-Man? Um, Crap load of covers. Yep. A lot of covers. A lot of good stuff. But it was mostly about that Gleason cover. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Eternals, Celestia number one, 
I'm going to slap Deadpool on that too. <laughs> And Savage Avengers 25. We celebrating that with anything? Just a couple of covers. Yeah, nothing too crazy on that one. Dynamite. Lots of Jennifer's blood, or Je lots of Jennifer blood, lots of other stuff. Lots of Red Sonia. Boom, gets uh, the Abbott 73 gets a trade, collecting all that. And Magic the Gathering, is that not still Jed McKay, right? We, do we have that conversation? Nope, it's mm -hmm. still Jed McKay. I'm going to say it is. And then as we go to the back half... Almost American. I haven't read the first issue yet for that one, so not sure how good that is. Chess From Masters number Blue one. Juice. Oops, sorry, go ahead. No, that's fine. Go ahead. From Blue Juice Comics, we have Billy the Kit, number one. The Wild West has never been wilder. Introducing Billy the Kit, featuring a gunslinging rabbit seeking revenge against the tornado god that killed his family. Why was the sickly, skinny rabbit spared such a gruesome fate? What makes him so special? With the help of Luther the Goat, a profanity-spewing martial arts master, Billy relies on faith, magical firearms, and kung fu to wage war against the pagan gods and monsters of a bygone era. Is that the Annie Bonnie people? Yep, Blue Jews have uh, they did accelerators and Annie oh, yeah. Bonnie, so yep. I actually I like them and the stuff they do. Um again, it you know, this will come out and then the issue 2 will be 4 months from now, but um <laughs> you're forgiving. Yeah. Cuz you like the guys. Correct. Maybe if I knew the guys at Black Mask, I wouldn't hate them so much. That's exactly right. <laughs> uh, let's see. Chicken Devil number one from Aftershock. It's Brian Bocelletto with art by Hayden Sherman. Badass cover. <laughs> Looks fantastic. Mm -hmm. Looks like a Luca What is a Luchador? Is that the, the Mexican wrestler? Yep, the mask yeah. wearing. Yeah, it kind of looks like that. That's happening. Chess Masters number one from Second Sight Publishing. In the 25th century, society has finally emerged as a civilized population. No more wars, illnesses, hungers, or racial hatred. However, the evil Pawn Master has seen this as an opportunity to control the weak and has been using his eight royal pawns to wreak havoc throughout the city. Hey, we've got uh, Oni Press sighting. Uh, Dirtbag Rapture number one from Chris Sabella. And Kindle Good. Um, looks interesting. Uh, they haven't done anything for a while. Um, but the, they're answering the question, uh, where do you go when you die? Cat, a stoner, with a flexible moral code can answer that. And the answer is not very far. So mm -hmm. there you go. But they gave up th three three covers, and there's drug use on all, all three covers. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way this is going. <laughs> Rampant drug use on all three covers. 
God, Action Lab, man, have you been following any of the the flack that Action Lab's been getting? Oh, uh-uh. uh, they haven't been. So their their um, artists have been and writers have just been railing on them online about not paying. Oh yeah, them and or not paying them enough or and. Uh, it's 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 been bad. They've been letting them out of their contracts, and uh, yeah, they're 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 losing the uh, the PR battle. You need to Google that stuff and catch up. Hmm. It's crazy. I will fall down that rabbit hole this evening. <laughs> yeah. What else is happening? American Mythology Productions is not taking a stab at Zorro Flights. Oh. Yeah, the legendary slime Don McGregor returns to Zorro for the first time in over 15 years. Hmm. Anything else you need to talk about, Drew? I don't think so, no. All right, Drew, this is the point of the podcast where I ask for your pick of the week. What's the one thing to make sure that we go to our local comic book shops and snag up? Because, by golly, it's going to be worth something someday, and we got to make sure we get it. I think I'm going to do a DC twofer, and I'm going to go with Arkham City, the Order of the World, number one. Cover A or that cover B? I'll probably go with cover A. Alright, I do like that cover B, but I can't say I disagree with you. And I'm going to throw a little bone to my friends at Blue Juice Comics and say, Billy the Kit, number one. Um, We've been having a lot of success with anamorphic things, if it's dogs and horror movies, or if it's stabbity bunnies and things like that. So let's continue (laughs) this trend with our good friend Justin Gray writing, Billy the Kit. Billy the Kit. All right, we want to thank you once again for traveling with Drew and myself through FOCs, through previews, through all of the successful top 10s and top 20s of what's going on, and through our sneak peek at next week. We appreciate you guys so much for following through with us. Again, find all of our things on Patreon. Search Comics for Fun and Profit. For Drew and for myself, see ya.